Hey, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project, where music making matters. I'm your host, Ashley Bienyage. Each episode features interviews with local music makers in hopes to connect the vibrant Winnipeg music scene with listeners like you. Through stories of songwriting, album releases, and touring, listen to the unique journeys of local artists who love what they do. to the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bianya as your host. Today I am here with Northern Royals. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hello. How are you? So good. Doing well. Good, yeah. Doing great. It's been, uh, this is your, well, tech, kind of your second time being on the show. Almost a year to the date uh, you visited, specifically I'm talking to you, Evan, um, because you were here and we were talking. Um, how about we go around the room and everyone introduce themselves and say what kind of noise they make in the band. Sure. Uh, I'm Evan, and now I just sing. I put down the guitar for for good in the band. And, uh, yeah. I'm Kendra, and I play bass. And, uh, Evan's been great since he put his guitar down. Everybody's saying <laughs> so. I just uh, need to drop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I play guitar now that Evan doesn't. Uh, that's about it. Great. We also got some backups from these two. Oh yeah, I guess. I guess Lots I of gang too. vocals now, and and so who else is in the band who cannot be with us today? Uh, we got Cody on drums, and Jesse Miller is also a new addition. He plays guitar and keys, sometimes tambourine. Wow. Sometimes backups. Always appreciate a good um, percussionist with the tambourine. Um, that's <laughs> he. He thinks it's harder than most people think. Is what he's he a says. great percussionist. Procrastinator. Procrastinatious. Multi talented. Um, so it's it's a, it's a little hard because I, I want to like look. Like, so how did you get started? Music? We already talked about that last time, but I kind of want to ask again because we have some. Um, people who weren't here at the last interview so let's go around if you can remind everyone who's listening um how you got involved in music not necessarily in the band but how did music become the thing you wanted to do uh yeah i think i explained that last time so i'll leave it up to you guys <laughs> you don't want to repeat it uh, okay um <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no uh my mom got me a guitar in grade five an acoustic guitar and I just started playing since then and uh, eventually met Cody the drummer while playing hockey. And I was like, hey, I play guitar and sing. He's like, hey, I drum. I'm like, cool, let's jam. <laughs> and then Kendra was also playing bass, so she jammed as well. And thus uh, the autopilots at the time was born. And how long ago was that? That was in 2012. 2012. Okay. And that's almost true because I didn't have a base. <laughs> oh. I got my income tax return and went and bought a base. Because mm. before that, I had only an acoustic guitar that I played like sometimes, but not very much. I got into it um, by pulling out a dusty guitar from the corner that my dad used to play. And then he helped me tune it with our piano that was out of tune. <laughs> and then we learned how, well, I learned on the internet how to read tabs and then started playing guitar that way and then 
got one for my 13th birthday and took six weeks of lessons locally and had to play a, <laughs> a Christmas jingle with a girl in town and and it went well and the and then i picked up a bass like almost 10 years later (laughs) so now i play bass i played the guitar a little bit between but not like like very committed Mm. i'd go back and forth to it and just like bonfire jams but not with a band my first band was with cody and evan okay why uh why the transition to bass um, cause I just wasn't like a confident guitar player. So we, right. we had a couple other friends who were better guitar players and Evan was playing guitar. So I'm like, well, no one's playing bass. I'll pick mm-hmm. it up. Cool. Nice. I feel that's how 90% of bass players start. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> like, well, we need a bass and yeah. you already know how to play guitar. And you're so. the weakest link. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel sad for bass players it's everywhere. Okay. That's we, just we guitar stick, players' opinions. We stick of together. Hey. <laughs> so, how did um, you go from autopilots to? We, I remember we talked about this last time, but just to re- sure. kind of review to refresh. Um, how, how did we become Northern Royals? Uh, sure. Well, autopilot from Saskatchewan had a problem with us being called the right. autopilots. Ooh, name drop. So yeah. a <laughs> few requests for a name change, and then a bit of a threat, and we looked into it and decided, yeah, we better change our name. And we settled on Northern Royals after months. It felt like a very long time and a lot of mm-hmm. options. Are right. they still doing stuff? Are they still like an uh, active band? I don't know, but they had been together like 11 years or something, and we were still like only a few Just years a old. a baby band. Yeah. yeah. And like they, we got confused at the cavern, and they contacted us instead of them and then we got a show and then like it was it was just it got all mixed up so oh. yeah that i think that was the real cause of, really? of yeah this actually is out. causing confusion yeah right two like prairie bands yeah, yeah. The, same genre it, same genre mm-hmm. yeah similar um, logos like black and white logos mm-hmm. and, and yeah just... wow yeah that makes sense and so now do you feel do you feel like this switch was like a good choice are you happier with this name than yeah or you're like man i still want that that old name is the beginning of the momentum right we're carrying it (laughs) Mm, and um okay fair enough um so since since uh last year what have you been up to so i think uh last year we were we the auto? No, we were Northern Royals. No, then. Yeah, Northern Royals. Okay, yeah, for almost four years. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I confused everyone. We yeah. collected Kyle in the last year. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we kind of switched our focus from like uh, just playing shows to actually trying to do something with it, and uh, we decided we were going to record some new music. We decided we were going to get a lineup that was just as committed and just as. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone listening, there's a fly in the room. It's flying everywhere. I can't keep a straight face. I'm so it's sorry. It's like, oh, ouch. <laughs> no. ouch. I just see the fly, and uh, it's just the fly on the wall is tuning in. Um, everyone represents the fly who's listening. <laughs> sorry. sorry. We'll kill that fly. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. So you're, you're taking it seriously. You're going to do something with it? Yeah, so we just got a lineup of uh, people with tons of experience uh kyle and jesse and and uh started writing some new tunes that you know was kind of again more the direction we wanted for the style of music okay i think we kind of figured out what sound we wanted and and really focused on that versus just kind of doing whatever Mm. um 
So yeah, it's been it's been really solid. Yeah, that that it interests me that you th- like you say that you're like taking because I when when I last spoke with you, your your, your branding was like is awesome. Like with, like the it's consistent, it's concise. It feels like it's a very professionally. I mean, aesthetic wise, put together. I mean, the music too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, from what I'm seeing. So I'm I'm interested to see now that you're like yeah, we're really taking like taking it seriously. I'm I'm curious to see what that means because like if, if this is just like kind of like seeing where it's going and then what's what's you know what i'm, you know what I'm saying big push yeah okay thank you yeah. <laughs> so you said that the, the sound has changed since um previous conversations i don't say changed uh honed in on it okay For, you know kind of we had a different we we're doing different styles before kind of like trying this trying that and I think now we're like, okay, this is this is where we want to be. Let's start writing music like that. So there was a few songs that we wanted to record that we decided just weren't a good fit uh, for this project. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think and and Kyle and Jesse bringing in their own styles too, kind of honed in on that sound as well. Right. And and what is this this new honed in sound? How would you d- define it, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riff-driven rock and roll music. Riff-driven. So for those who may not understand what that means. Uh, just kind of like heavy, like guitar-driven, like riff music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward, yeah. <laughs> um, so like lyrics aren't going to be the Yeah, lyrics, lyrics aren't important. <laughs> <laughs> just guitar. Just guitar. Yeah, there's, this is actually instrumental now. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's all instrumental music okay. with the like... One vocalist just yelling from the back of the room. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just group vocals. <laughs> so they're actually phasing you out. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the vibes. I'm getting the vibes. Well, you're a dad, so you can know. Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spend time with your family, Evan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what does the writing process look for or look like with, when it's a riff-driven um, jam session? Um, I think it's... Um, a lot of time with these songs, uh, like a guitar player usually comes up with a riff, yeah. naturally. Mm-hmm. And then no we kind of just, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then we kind of just build off that. So uh, while we were writing, it would be, you know, Kyle came up with a riff and uh, we just kind of go with that. And then Jesse kind of puts some chords to that, you know, and then I sort of try and develop a chorus melody. Kendra did a lot of chorus melodies for this record too. And so, so, so just really. I, you said chords, riff, and then chords. What is a riff then? Um, <laughs> singular notes. You know, like kind of <laughs> like a, you know, like a melody. You know, Iron Man by Black Sabbath, like the beginning. Yeah. It's like da na that that's a riff, or like like Back in Black, or like uh, like Black Dog by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I, I, okay. One string at a time, one note at a time. Right. So it's like a simple melody line that. Sticks, sticks. Yeah, so it's yeah just like a, a catchy hook, melody, more catchy, or less. Yeah. and then chords are accompanying that. Yeah. Okay, so where do these riffs come from? Kyle's fingers, <laughs> and... Kyle's sexy fingers. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I, I play a lot of guitar just at home, like kind of dicking around, and once in a while I'll like play some things like, oh man, it's cool. I'm gonna remember this and bring it to the band, and I try to not. Uh, like if I write a riff, I try and not write something else after it because I prefer just bringing it to the band and working with these guys and making it kind of like a really collective effort. Mm-hmm. And that's 
when I think the best songs are written. Okay. So do the do the ideas only ever come while you're playing the guitar, or is it ever like in, in the car and then you think of like a melody line, you try to remember it? Honestly, a lot of my riffs, I'll uh, like just think of in my head when I don't have a guitar and kind of like remember it, and then go grab my guitar and kind of ear it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes they just happen when I'm like practicing a scale or whatever. Okay, so you're just doing like doing and like, oh wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, Evan Kendra, and so you you receive this um, this this riff, and you're like, great. Now what? What do you, what do you what what do you do when you hear that? Oh, me me and Jesse both kind of try and find those rhythm notes that the chords, single notes that fit with what Kyle's playing or and try and like simplify maybe what he's doing and find like a just a solid line to stay with and then from there we'll kind of play it over and over and over and and that's when the fun like finding the notes and the new things and that's when that comes in where you where you can hear the things before they really come through your fingers you hear something that maybe somebody plays a note that's playing off of what you're playing mm mm-hmm. And then that's usually how the bass lines come together. Right. Then uh, Jesse's phenomenal at just uh, finding the right notes to like accent uh, like my riffs and whatever perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, he's great. Yeah, he's our he's our theory guy for sure. Like uh, this should be here, this shouldn't be here. You know, this is too much or this is too much going on at one time. He's right. pretty good at that way. Um, but yeah, it's really neat. Like, and I was just gonna say like Kyle's come up with some riffs and, and Jesse and whatever, but there's been a few times where he will just be messing around at rehearsal and we're just like oh, whoa yeah. what was that put it again <laughs> and i think that it's one of the songs we actually were doing on the the project was one that stemmed from that yeah i think maybe even two and and the one he's talking about that stemmed from it they told me to play it and i was like i, I just like that's not even a really good riff but <laughs> it, are I, you sure I, I, yeah, yeah exactly. like this one <laughs> but, yeah. uh yeah i uh it's now become one of my favorite ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. It grew on you. They, yeah. so, they, they saw something, I guess, that yeah. I didn't see. Have there been riffs where you've brought them in for like, no, we're not doing anything like that? No. No? Oh, wow. Not Yeah, not yet. I'm, not... I'm pretty, like, I pick and choose which ones to bring fairly well, I think. Because usually if I don't think they're that good, they don't leave my bedroom. Yeah. Ever, kind for of sure. Oh, it's good that you have that, like, self-awareness. But There's... then at the same time, like the one that I was just saying that they really liked that I didn't mm. ended up being a song. So yeah, maybe you should just start bringing everything that you don't like just in case. Yeah, they, they ain't yeah. got time for that. <laughs> Here's my repertoire, yeah. 100 songs. <laughs> my ego couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, um, you've got this kind of this riff and this song going. Uh, are you building structure? Like, are the verses and the choruses all at the same time, or are they like how long does it usually take for this 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 instrumental part to form? And when do the lyrics come in? Um, it depends so much. Like, uh, like when we were recording, one song completely changed. Uh, the producer just was like, "Let's go this direction," and it was really hard to like you know your muscle memory set right. So now it's like relearn everything. Um, but like, for example, draw the line off our, our last EP. We pretty much wrote that in like a day, mm-hmm. like a couple hours. And I think there's a few on this record that are similar to that. Um, but I think always it's just working on it. Like, uh, and I always do melodies first. And once I have the melody, then I start putting lyrics to it. 
And a lot of times I'll just say random lyrics. Yes. <laughs> with the melodies. And those are the ones that we remember. <laughs> yeah. And then I try and like sometimes I'll literally build a song around this random word I said. Mm. And then yeah. try and find a different word that kind of like falls into the pattern of that original exactly. word. Well, I think yeah. uh, like two or three of the tunes we recently recorded, uh, Kendra like mm-hmm. just mentioned something like something she was hearing in her head and was like, oh man, cool. that's a cool hooky line. Let's build <laughs> yeah. something around that. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, just just a cool melody uh, with with whatever word you said it was. It was like, oh, that's such a sweet idea for a whole song, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was definitely awesome. Awesome. I love how collaborative the whole process is. So when do you know a song is ready to... When we all enjoy playing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. takes a long time sometimes. And when we can make it through the whole song without making multiple colossal mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Dead stops. Yeah. <laughs> or does that happen like a dead, like no one's going on? Just sometimes. Just when you don't know. <laughs> so. like, especially, you know, the chorus is finished. Like, are we going to a bridge or are we going back to the verse? Like, and no, and everyone's kind of waiting on someone else to hit that first note to make the decision. Or, right. or if the bridge hasn't been written yet, then mm. who knows what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, to that point. Uh, we did a show this past Saturday with Exo Merda. Gonna mention that, but I didn't wanna. <laughs> and uh, that's okay. I'll do it. I'll, do it. Get I'll get say it. it. <laughs> uh, our last song, which is like our banger, and we're super pumped for it. I could not remember the first line. I just oh, could no. not come to me. And like, so these guys do the intro, and they just kept playing the intro, and it's just like this, like. And I like went to Kyle. I'm like, "What's the line?" And he he said it, and I was like, "What?" And then I was playing guitar, so I wasn't really focused enough to like say it again for another yeah. few seconds. And yeah, like, we got it though. Yeah, then I went Made to it through. I went to Eric, and I'm like, "What's the line?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> Turn around to Cody, I'm like, "What's the line?" And he's like, and he says the first line, and I was like, "Thank you." Hey, what was that first line? Uh, come on now, baby. <laughs> and and for for context, Eric uh, was just filling Jesse's shoes for this show, so he, he right. doesn't, he doesn't know, this know them. Yeah. Eric doesn't know this. Yeah, right. I don't know your lyrics. Man. <laughs> and, oh, that's awesome. So now, when you write out your set list, you're gonna write the first line next to you. I think so. Um, I, it's never been a problem, but yeah, it won't it be a problem. Funny. Yeah, you never forget that learned. again, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had a song like that or two before when I'm performing, and I'm like, I will do the intro, and I'm like. This is my own song. Yeah, what's next? <laughs> no one else in the room knows what I'm going to say, but I don't know. Uh, I get the struggle. Um, but you know that it'll probably never happen again, hopefully. Fingers crossed. It worked out. Like, I, no one knows the song, so nobody knows, except like, that it was yeah. like really long, yeah, it was, like, versy intro. It was, yeah. it was literally our first time ever playing it live. Ah, so yeah. everyone's just like, man, this is a really long yeah. intro. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that two-minute intro. <laughs> <laughs> The song's really going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like at the end, you're like, "Don't worry, the next time you hear that, it won't be as long." Good night. Yeah, <laughs> I like there's a, I think it's a Bob Dylan quote. I think a, a reporter went up to him after an interview, and they were like, kind of called him on, like, "Hey, you kind of uh, messed up those lyrics a little bit." And he was just like, "How could I mess up those lyrics? I wrote them. It's my song. <laughs> Any way I do it is it's my song. So yeah. how can I, how can I do it wrong?" Right. <laughs> like, well, I wanted to sing so it that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's, yeah, I was trying I was something trying to, new. Like, yeah. think of that quote whenever I mess up. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, yeah, I meant to play that wrong chord over and over again. <laughs> Jazz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's only a wrong note 
it's only a wrong chord based on the chord you play after. So yeah. Ooh. Um, good point. Nice. Um, this is a jazz musician. Just yeah. tells me that. Or if you uh-huh. if you play a wrong note, just play it twice. Oh. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So okay. It looks like you do it on purpose. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Nice. Passing note, right? Yeah. So you are recording music right now. We kind of hinted at that throughout, but um, what made you decide that now is the time to write new music? Um, and, and yeah, what made you decide now? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, I think there's a lot of different things involved. Personally, me, my reason to push was when the 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 wife got pregnant, and I was like, if I want my wife. Fiance, I hate the word fiance. Love you, Tori. <laughs> Plug your social. Her social. <laughs> um, no, so I decided like if I want to tell my daughter she could do whatever she wants, then I'm like I better try for myself. You know, like one big final push kind of thing, and hopefully it, it goes somewhere. But uh, so that was my start to the push, basically, and just kind of like researching producers and researching how to do all this and. Um, and, and that sort of began, began, I guess, over just over a year ago. Um, and we just recorded three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, um, a long time coming and it's really exciting to finally get it done. Three weeks already. Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you, you, you finally got to, you, you decided you wanted to get this started as a year ago. So. We would have already um, probably talked about that. Um, maybe, maybe you're you're pretty you're pretty secret. secretive though. Like it's hard <laughs> to find what to talk about. You're like I don't know if we want to talk about that just yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the the songs that you you chose for this right. collection of recorded music, how how are these chosen versus all the all these wonderful riffs and everything that Kyle's been bringing in? Like why were these this number that is not yet announced? Um, <laughs> why were they chosen? <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, two of them, uh, we kind of already had more or less completely written. We had played them live before and they were kind of like tried and tested and we all liked them. And then the other ones, uh, <laughs> we were kind of just flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, we, I think when there was about a month left before we were going out to BC, Evan was like, hey, we got to write some freaking songs. So we did, but I think we wrote about like six or something, or at least started writing six or so, and then yeah. a few of them made the cut. And then, But we went to BC with them still not completely written, and like some of them, I would they would record their rhythm parts, and I would get them to give me the tracks so I could sit like in my room with a guitar all day and kind of figure stuff out. So I did a fair amount of that. Um, yeah. You got anything to add to that, either of you? To skim those songs down, uh, I think we were really looking for energetic songs that have, yeah. like, kind of... Riffs. Yeah, riffs <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, just a feeling of movement. Right. Yeah. I think that was a yeah, big, big part of choosing songs. I'm pretty big on... Just writing high energy kind of music that makes you want to jump around and dance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna, we actually did a, a Glorious Sons tribute show uh, last year, and it was just crazy to see 
how people reacted to high energy songs that they could sing along to. And we're like, man, we got to get some music that people jump to, you know, move to. Uh, that like you can't said, help but move to. Like, uh, and people can sing along to easily. And I was like, let's take what we have. Let's start narrowing it down, you know, keeping what we are, but also making stuff that's catchy and, and high energy and makes you want to jump and move. And like the show on Saturday was, was the best proof of, of people just loving it. Yeah. You know? Like we played most of uh, the new ones. Well, sorry. <laughs> uh, we played most of the new ones. And uh, I think one of them, like first time playing it, by the end we had people kind of chanting the chorus. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I was kind of shocked. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and has that ever happened before? There's a couple songs like where, where you can sing with the backups, but not such a sing-along, like, gang vocal, like, crowd involvement kind of parts. Wow. Yeah. And was that the first time you had played Yes. that song? Yeah, even, like, our closest friends and fans, like, hadn't heard it. And that's the, their response was it was really cool to hear something that they hadn't heard and to be able to sing along by the second time the chorus came around. They knew what was coming and knew how to how to be there and like support us. And like it's just like really collaborative. It's cool. Wow. What was <laughs> what was going through your mind when you when you when that happened, when you heard like people are singing along? Like, like, well, we were hoping you? it would happen. Yeah. But yeah. like to actually have it happen was really was really cool. Yeah. A great feeling. It also like you need you need more than you know five people at your show, <laughs> like and, and that was a, th- a thing too. Like uh, it was such a good crowd there on Saturday. You feed off their energy and they feed off of yours, and it just it's so easy to to get that involvement when there's enough people and your your songs are catchy. I mean mm-hmm. that's the base. If they're not, then you're not going to get that. Right. Yeah, it's tough to like give it your all and get super into it when there's five people there but uh my my bass player in my other band has always kind of said like when we have shows with like 10 people it's like play like you're playing to 100 yeah mm-hmm. you'll play better so i like, always try and keep that in the back of my mind playing live yeah but, well i've been to shows where i'm one of those five people or, or 10 yeah and when the band kills it it's like whoa like they're so good and you yeah. kind of forget that there's not a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah, you just get sucked into it. And it just shows you like they're committed and like it makes you want to go to more shows. Like because even if like you got this like personal concert, like imagine what they'll be like when there's like more people there the next time. Exactly. So yeah. I totally get that. And I've heard that piece of advice before. Like play like you're playing to a thousand all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, people notice. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. So I want to talk more about the recording stuff, but we're gonna take a little break. Uh, we are going to listen to Draw the Line, which was from the 2015 EP, 2015 EP 10 Cents Lemonade. Um, song's ancient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I, eh. um, <laughs> so just really quickly kind of give it a, a, a what was this? What is the song about? Took a little intro. Um, the song's about uh, being stuck in limbo between a breakup, deciding to get back together or deciding to move on. Uh, for me, every time I've uh, been in a breakup, it, I've always been stuck there. So this is saying make up your mind and make a decision. This is also my favorite song Ooh. before I joined this band. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's all, still one of my favorites to play. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bing as your host. I'm here with Northern Royals. And now you're listening to Kyle's favorite, Draw the Line.
listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bianesh. I'm still here with Northern Royals. I'm here with Evan, Kendra, and Kyle. We're talking about um, music that's not released yet, but will be soon. So we're getting building the hype, right? But before we get more into that, um, I made a boo-boo, and I forgot to talk to Kyle about his beginnings in music. So, Kyle, please. Okay. Um. <laughs> so awkward now, right? <laughs> now that we forgot you. Um, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, no one in my family's ever been a musician or anything. Apparently, my grandpa was good at it, but I, I've never heard him play. Never heard him play. Uh, my mom, however, was like a huge rock and roll fan growing up. Like she would like chase bands on tour and camp out like in front of the Winnipeg Arena for like a week to get tickets to the Stones and. Stuff like that. So I grew up like always around rock and roll. She took me to some concerts when I was young, uh, and despite that, never had the desire to play music at all till I was like fourteen and was getting more and more into music and kind of like there bands that were really like speaking to me and all that. And I had had an acoustic guitar in the corner of my room that was my mom's from the sixties, um, growing up my whole life. And about six months before I decided to play guitar. I sold it at a garage sale for ten dollars. <laughs> what did you spend the ten dollars on? Probably like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Disappointed. Yu-Gi-Oh's Pokemon's where it's at. Oh, yeah, no. I spent a lot of money on those. No, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't like oh, Pokemon. There you go. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Two gets one, bud. Yeah. So so when I went to my mom and told her like, "Hey, I want to play guitar," she was like. You sold your guitar. Like, figure it out. You're gonna have to buy your own. I'm not buying you a guitar for you to stop playing it like six months. Classic later. mom. Yep. So I, I showed her though. I, I bought my own guitar and uh, yeah, been got really into it really fast. And yeah, I've been kind of doing that since uh, I was about 16 when I picked it up. Started my first band in high school. I've been in a few other bands and I'm currently in this band and another band called the Love Tongues. And yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. I know of. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to come on your show sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, also, uh, Jesse and Cody. Where, yep. How did they get involved in the band? Oh. Oh, I see. Well, Cody. They're not here, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to talk for them. Don't tell me about their history, because we don't know that. Yeah, well, yeah. I know a little bit. When Cody was, was 12, he, took, <laughs> he, was he was 12. supposed to take drum lessons, or he was supposed to take guitar lessons. He's going to yell at me, because I'm probably going to say it wrong, but he was... Should've he took here. drum lessons Ooh. for a few minutes at the end of his guitar lessons because okay. he was he had to take guitar lessons. So uh. that's how he first got in. But his older cousin had been playing for like his entire life. So every time he saw that kit, he was like on it and banging that kit. So mm. so it was from like a little tyke, he was into it and and then when he was twelve a little bit, and then he got a kit when he was probably like 14 and played in a high school band with a, not not a school band but just with like some buddies in high school and performed at like the high school talent show and then bought a kid again once we moved to Winnipeg and he met Evan so he had just bought his kid I think had it for a little while when you and he were playing hockey together meant to be <laughs> yeah and then the autopilots were born yeah and then how did Jesse Jesse's um, originally a drummer yeah oh he does everything. Yeah, he's, oh. he's a very great musician. He's just one of those guys that he's yeah, one of those guys. you can't yeah. even like hate because they're probably a really nice person. Yeah, he's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you so talented? 
Cool. Well, hi, Jesse and Cody. Yeah, I was going to say, we actually, uh, the story of Jesse, we hired him oh, to yeah. do that Glorious Sons tribute with us. Ah. And we're like, dang, he's good. <laughs> and then we were like really trying to get him in the band. And he's like, nah, I got too much going on. And then, uh, and then we he, got Kyle, for sure. Yeah, oh, we got Kyle, yeah. Because we, we confirmed that after the G-Sons are just leading up to the Glorious Sons show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's like, man, I wish I, wish I would have known they were looking for a guitar player because I was going to join. And we're like, what? So we brought him in and became a six-piece. For a then, short time. For a short time. And then we were down to five. Mm-hmm. It's a good number. Settle the five. Yeah, one That's hand. enough. It's already crowded enough on these small bar stages with five of us. Yeah, it's yeah. tight. Especially if you're like a dancing, riffy, yeah. riff-tastic band. You and then you mm-hmm. add a keyboard on stage two to eat up a little space. And mm-hmm. it's, it gets tight. Fair enough. Okay. Great. So now everyone's <laughs> been introduced. <laughs> um, before our break, we had talked about how uh, you have gotten into this recording process for a mysterious collection of music. Uh, you were doing some research beforehand, and uh, you decided to go and record in BC, of all places. Yeah, um, we wanted to originally wanted to tour out there, and then record an album, like Monday to Friday kind of thing, um, and then tour back. And then I had a list from SoCan about all the producers in BC, and then uh, it didn't work out with the guy I was originally going to do it with. Um, That's okay. Yeah, and then I found this other producer and uh, talked to him, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then he's like, I want you here for like nine days, though. So then we uh, were like, okay, we can't tour and do nine days at that time. So we just did nine days there. Okay. Yeah. So then, and what were those nine days like? What happened? Kyle missed his flight. Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just going to throw that in there, eh? And then, he, Everyone and then about six hours later, we drove down and picked him up from the ferry. So he did make it after what, a, a car and a plane and a, a bus oh, and yeah. a ferry and then a truck ride up to the studio. It was an adventure. Kyle made it. We were all relieved. But doesn't that just tell you how committed? Yeah, we, so. there was, oh, yeah. We, we had some commitment conversations and, and uh, I think Kyle's in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's willing to take any mode of transportation he can get his hands on to get to this thing. And, and he was there. Yeah. That, and it, then he delivered when he was there, too. So it's yeah. good. That helps. And like, I didn't miss anything. I got there, and him and <laughs> Evan and Cody were just in the bag, like, <laughs> singing songs, making noise. Night like, one was a night to be remembered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a party night. Yeah. Bonding well, night. for you guys. It was a party night for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a travel day for you. Oh, I see. So the, for the full day, you were still traveling to get yeah. there. Oh, okay. Six hours behind us. Right. After one mistake. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you delayed the entire process. The album was almost ruined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, that's why we don't have any music today. So. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't record <laughs> that thing until, like, the second last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It happens. As a musician, I understand and... We are all on our own clock, right? <laughs> that, was, uh, yeah. that was actually my second flight in a row I had missed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't keep uh, throwing you passes. When yeah, you're gonna... <laughs> it's, uh, it's these early morning flights. They're, they're not for Brutal, me. yeah. We're going to have to book Kyle special flights from now on. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah like, I, or just tell him the wrong time. 
No. Uh, that wouldn't have helped, I don't no. think. No. Like, it's actually going to be at six, but it really leaves at seven or so. so I, think, I, I woke up like two hours after the flight. They're asking us, like, so is Kyle on his way? I'm like, yeah, he's, where is he coming from? I'm like, um, like Wellington, Spruce. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, like, we're going to have to leave without him. I'm like, mm, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, can't win them all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry? Uh, I didn't no. have anything. Oh. <laughs> and I love how there's like all this, like these jabs at each other, but it's it's totally fine. Like, I feel safe in the room. Yeah. So it's good. I was still smiling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Just on the outside. <laughs> Just on the outside. Just sad on the inside. So when you when you finish this process, as someone who's never actually gone in and recorded an EP or an album or anything, what does it feel like to be like done? Or you can't go back and, and keep recording. Or do you have like? Does there like any anxiety? Or were you guys a little bit? Com- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> a little nervous. There's some things that we would have liked to polish, but but I think we can still do it from a distance, right? And, like still okay. work together. Well, I think um, any any lead guitar work I ever do and that I've ever recorded, no matter what, like I could spend a week recording a solo or an hour, and I'll always like listen and be like, fuck, or crap, I could have done it way better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. And uh yeah. So I don't know. But then I'll get it back and listen to it and be like, "Oh, that's not so bad, I guess." Yeah. No, I think I'm probably the only one that th- it's probably a guitar player thing. I think it's no, a, I think it's a it's, musician thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. actually what am I talking about? Mm-hmm. It's and it's hard to listen back as a whole, like listen to the whole song and not only like single out your own track and listen to that. Like if you try like we can't have this fresh view of of just listening to a new song on the radio mm-hmm. and hearing what it sounds like whole. We, we just, you always hear your parts. And well, yeah. and even when, when I was doing my parts, uh, I don't think Evan had done his vocals yet. So I just had kind of scratch tracks. So we got uh, some rough mixes back and that was actually my first time hearing the songs as a whole. And I listened to them probably a week after we had gotten them back. I think they all probably listened to them right away. Oh, yeah. But then Evan said, he told me they didn't sound that great, so I wasn't super psyched to listen to them. Then when I finally listened to them, I was like, wow, these sound These are pretty incredible. Like, I was just yeah. listening to them on like, my phone, but I was still really impressed. And mm-hmm. they're obviously nowhere near like final mixes, but mm-hmm. damn, yeah, I knows what he's doing. Well, it's, it's so bittersweet being done to answer your question. Like, uh, you know, it was just such an amazing experience. You're like, okay, we have to go home now, back to back to real life, kind of thing. Um, but also, like, yeah, these mixes we got, they're like, they're rough. Like, there's yeah. pre-production stuff on there, so you know, you're just dying to hear this final product mm-hmm. that takes so long sometimes. Um, can't rush out. I can't. And yeah. uh, I was gonna say to your point too, um, like, um, recording within a week. You know, like, what things would you want to do better? Um, and yeah, I get lost so much in spending too much time on things. Mm-hmm. So with this this uh, record, I was super like, just go in, do it, and be done with it. And and the producer was really much on the same page. Yeah, he was like, don't overthink it, just do what comes naturally. Just mm-hmm. so relaxing. And it's probably the best overall outcome we've had in recording too. Like it feels like us. It feels. It doesn't feel forced. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, the whole process just yeah, like you said, felt didn't feel forced at all. It was just like chill. Like, yeah. I it felt was, really it was super wonderful. under pressure, except for I guess like those days when I was practicing leads like in my room 
for like yeah. hours on end. But even then, like I was kind of chill about it. Yeah, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gotta good. have fun. Yeah, and it's good that you were all prepared, you were all well rehearsed, and I'm sure that's what, well, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Ish. I'm we sure were, we were. that's what made the process so much easier, especially because you said like some, some things had been changed like on the spot by the yeah. producer, so that is always incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. That, um, and that was the first song we did too, and he's like, let's change everything. Yeah, like, that first song was, was tough. But, were but, you worried that that was gonna be like, the whole process? Well, we, we chose yes. the toughest one to start with. Right intentionally so that we weren't burnt out by the time we got to it so it was hard to like begin with that not knowing what his process was going to be not knowing really what to expect yeah he didn't he didn't let us know what was going on at all (laughs) yeah no i'd just be like hey guitar next yeah. Oh, oh, okay. And then, sure. and then get in there and do your thing. I hope yeah. you're ready. Yeah, and hopefully, and like just inside, like, did I do that okay? Like, yeah. what's wrong? Like, does he hate us? Like, what's going on? And then it's over quick, too. Yeah. Like, I went and went and did my bass parts. I feel like I was in there maybe two hours and they were all done. Yeah, and originally he's like, okay, I can do one song on bass, then one song on vocals and go back and forth. We're like, cool. So, like, Kendra, you're just doing one bass track. She's like, cool. And she goes in, comes out. She's like, yeah, I did all five bass tracks. It's like, oh, okay. Like okay, I guess that my my two hours here, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like see you. I, went, I walked to the ocean, and it was wonderful. I still accept my or expect my per diem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cody, I think was done first day. Yeah. Of like recording, uh, so he did. It was like a vacation for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beautiful Gibsons, BC. Yeah, he's getting day drunk every day. <laughs> yeah. Yelling day. at people, being ridiculous. <laughs> this comes in. I'm gonna be the singer. <laughs> I think he said that. He did. He did yeah. say that a few times. <laughs> Awesome. See. And and that's what sucks about vocals too. Got you. Oh, you got him. The fly's dead. Oh. Told you I'd kill oh, you. We I'm can really. Nurse it. It's fine. As um. You can nurse someone, it back to health. Can somebody who loves animals that made me really sad. <laughs> really? That, rep- that represented all of the people listening. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah represented all the listeners. That's wow. How, <laughs> that's how we feel it's, about you. You know what? He's he's gonna come back around. He's he's fine. Okay. It, good. He just won't be flying around. Yeah. He's just bleeding internally. Mm-hmm. He's just in shock. His, <laughs> his wings are still fine. Okay. He'll survive. We'll take him home and nurse him back to okay. health for you. Sugar water. Huh? Savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Okay, what were we talking? It's oh, not yeah. an animal. It's an insect, by the way. Just saying. Fine. All creatures. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, you knew what I meant. I think uh, so. so where are we going with this? Not just the interview, but with Northern Royals. Like, what are we, what's our plans? Lots of plans, lots of plans. Um, basically, with this with this record, I, I'm going to be submitting to, um, you know, for grants and, um, you know, review sites and agencies, management companies, everything to move forward uh, and see if there's any bites, see if there's mm. any interest, feedback, anything like that. And, and do you plan to be this, do you want to be touring internationally, or, or are you happy with being in North America? Like, what what are your what are your I guess goals? For the first couple of years uh, with this EP, dang, I just said it. <laughs> that <laughs> You've was also called it an album the first like couple ten years. times. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with this new EP, uh, probably be touring just Canada. 
Okay. Uh, first West and then East. It's the plan. Open to offers for anywhere else. If you're yeah. listening. Yeah. Come on, Germany. I know you're listening. Ooh, I got family in Germany. Let's <laughs> head out there. UK? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family in UK, too. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll have us. Europe yeah. Portugal. I got family I, in Portugal now. I have family in the Ukraine. I don't think we want to go there, though. No, let's go. Let's I'm go. In. Yeah. I said let's as if I'm coming. You're on, you you're can coming. Come. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm just so you can't. I'll play the keys. So. There, you yeah. there you go. There you go. Yay. Um, no, yeah, just basically to, to see if there's any interest in any feedback that right. to to build the brand and and to to move to the next level. It's mm. exciting. So you want you want to go big and you want to just go bold and riff and have fun and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. It sounds like a lot of fun. As long as you're having fun, of right? course. Yeah. So, uh, when can people expect a uh, to hear this new album? This new mysterious number of songs we don't know what it is <laughs> um i expect to have a single released this year and that's about all i'll say on that okay you sound really confident <laughs> <laughs> you sound very secretive yes yeah. mysterious very secretive just stay tuned catch us on uh at northern royals on instagram facebook.com slash northern royals or northern com. Do you still use your Twitter? We don't use Twitter, really. Oh, okay. Do you use Twitter? I've been getting into it, actually, yeah. since we're talking about me. Um, I started, actually, um, the other day, I was like, you know what? I could be I could be a, a tweeter. I <laughs> yeah, see all of these. It. You said tweeter, so I don't I know. know if you can. <laughs> I mean, that was intentional. I thought. <laughs> um, it's a weird world. It's like, like I, I was at the doctor's earlier today, and I was sitting in the, in the waiting room, and I'm like, this is easy. And then you um, go home and you're like, wait, I, like I don't have my notifications on, so I'm like, I don't really know what's going on with it. I don't know if mm. people liked them. It's weird. It's like it's also immediate, so if you don't get anything right away, it's nothing. Oh, really? Even matter. Yeah, it's weird, but cool. Yeah, I feel like Twitter is if you're already have a bunch of followers, then people actually want to see what you're saying. Right. But like for someone growing. Um, I think Instagram is this, the best, to be honest. Yeah, it's like yeah, yelling Instagram at a wall. Huge. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. It's like only only old people use Facebook, like dads. That, that's what we've been hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I think Facebook is the best way to find any shows. Yeah, it's good for events and stuff. Yeah, as like for the show and everything, it, Facebook is like when I'm or when I'm at working mental music and I do the listings for the mm. MB Lap Lap MB MB Live app. Uh, it's like all on Facebook, all because yeah. it's just so convenient. Yeah, yeah it's, um, a, it's the easiest way to get it out there. All the information is laid out there, yeah. and, and now you can add like Showpass or Eventbrite straight to mm-hmm. the um, for tickets, which is so convenient. Yeah, you're welcome to Showpass mm-hmm. um, for the plug. <laughs> Brought to you by yeah. Showpass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, people are listening to the music; they love what they heard. Where can they listen to you next live? Uh, we're playing September 21st at the Cavern with Forest Pilots and Thrill Thrill. Not actually announced yet, so sorry guys, but that's out there now. That's a Boom. Sweet. Yeah. Um, don't tell anybody yet. Just keep it to yourself. If you're <laughs> yeah. Forest Pilots are so good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to rip. Have mm-hmm. they played with Northern Royals before? Not yet, but I've been trying to book a show with um, them. The Love Tongues have played a ton of shows just because we all love playing with them. They're, right. I think they're pretty young dudes, like 20 yeah. or whatever, but they have three so piece, much right? talent. Yeah, three yeah. piece. 
guy can shred three pieces that's fun yeah Mm. yeah and then thrill thrill is also pretty great yeah are they they're four piece right yeah okay yeah i played with them on canada day yeah at that cat at that cavern show yeah yeah uh, i think there's four <laughs> 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 they're a blur know? on stage yeah. let so. us know thrill thrill <laughs> uh maybe, the, maybe there's two and then they're both called thrill there's oh no? there's maybe. at least four <laughs> okay oh. <laughs> um Okay, well, they'll have to come on the show and, and explain themselves because yes. we are confused. <laughs> we'll let them know. Awesome. So we do have to start wrapping up. Uh, we're going to end with the song Time Bomb, which is also from Tencent Lemonade. Uh, what was the inspiration for this song? Oh, man. <laughs> huh? Kyle, you answer this one. <laughs> I just wrote the lyrics. Um, I can't even remember. It's been so long ago now. Okay, so people terrible song to select. Oh, it's okay. People will have to listen, and you know what you can do if you're listening, you can um, tweet us what you think the song yeah. is. <laughs> but we'll be sure to get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> tweeter us, right? Tweeter. Yeah. No, it's the act is to tweeter. No, wait, what did I say? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a tweeter, right? I yeah, I think it's a noun then. And then you tweet. I would say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a noun. The- I don't know. It doesn't matter. What am I talking about? It's not even a real word. No, okay. this is important. Let's <laughs> spend we, more time on this. We should have talked about this at the beginning. Right? English is not my yeah. first language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it's like my only language and I'm struggling. So, uh, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley being as your host. This was with Northern Royals. That was weird. That's uh, us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything really quickly or say anything before we go? Uh, check us out on the social media you mentioned. Also. You mentioned it, actually. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to thank big thanks to Exo Murda on Saturday for having us out. That was. Such a good show. The best show ever. <laughs> check out the new album. Yeah, check out their new album on their socials. It slaps. Wow, this is, this is all about you and you guys. Met, yeah, excellent. They're buds. Yeah. We love them. Yeah, if you want to come on the show, just uh, let me know. Uh, we're now listening to Time Bomb from Tencent Limited. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Winnipeg Music Project. Tune in next week for a metal interview. Ooh. Ooh. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Winnipeg Music Project. For more on local music makers, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music by Will and Art from Collector Studio, and a big thank you to UMFM for making this show possible.